Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, as well as the book that started it all, Delay Don't Deny. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 238 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Lori Rosmus. Lori lives in Greenwich, Connecticut, and she is the office manager for her husband's plumbing and heating company. Welcome, Lori. Thanks, Jen. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm really glad to talk to you today. And, you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? Well, initially, um, when I first started, it was January 11th. And my good friend, her name is Diane, but we all call her Dizey, told me about it. And she said, just, you got to just do it. But the backstory is... And this was January of... I'm sorry, 2021. 2021. I figured it was, but I want to make sure. Yeah. The summer of 2019, I was 49 
And the pounds just kept coming on and coming on. And I was always like, oh, I got to go low carb. I got to stop the wine. I've got to do this. And, you know, I lose a couple of pounds. And then I kept getting a few more pounds and a few more pounds. And so my mission when I was 49 is like, I am not going to be fat at 50. I just can't do it. I've, you know, seen a lot of people go through that and they're miserable. And I'm like, if I don't nip it in the bud now, like, what am I going to do? Just keep gaining five pounds every year. I was like, I have to do something, but it was a summer and I'm like, I'll just wait until September, you know, after all the you fun. Know, I get it. Cause summer is fun. We're yeah. doing fun stuff. You know, we're recording this in June and I just yes, had just some beginning. girlfriends come and stay with me for four days. And it was like right. having really long windows and drinking a lot of wine. You're like, I'll yeah. just start in September. Right? Exactly. September, always, September and January are like always the greatest. Yeah. Starting Once the fun's over, you're ready to get serious. But what really hit me. And I know this happened to you too, was all about a picture. My neighbor had a bridal shower for her daughter. We were having a wonderful time and we were sitting at a table with three of our, you know, there were four of us of the neighbors that live in our cul-de-sac and my girlfriend sent it to me. And I thought, who is that person? Like that can't be me. And I'm like, well, Julie looks just like Julie looks. Ingrid looks just like Ingrid looks and Annie looks just like Annie looks. So I must look like that. Wow. You know, when you look in the mirror, you always, you know, suck it in or turn your head. I I never saw myself in the mirror the way I looked in those photos. Oh, it was awful. I was like, oh my God, I've got to do something. So my sister-in-law, who sadly is no longer with us, um, quite a few years ago. Thank you. Um, I'll talk more about that later, but she had gone to a nutritionist, you know, about half an hour away and had lost a lot of weight, like 40, 45 pounds. And she looked tremendous. And I called her up. I said, Lisa, you got, you got to give me that nutritionist name because I got to do something. This is getting out of control. So she gave me the name and I set up an appointment for September of 2019. And, you know, it was really expensive. You had to have all this blood work. You know, you'd have to go every week to step on that fancy scale where you had to put your feet and your hands just right. And, you know, and it's just yeah, like the electricity ran through you and figured out your fat is what, oh, that, what that yeah. was like bio and those bio impedance scales. Yeah, it was crazy. But the, the thing that was, you know, she's like, okay, now you need to have these shakes. So every morning I'd have to, you know, wake up and eat the food half an hour. As soon as I woke up, then I had to have a shake and then I had to make my lunch. And then I had to have like this awful bar that tasted like cardboard with chocolate on the outside and, and then dinner. And it was just like, eating all day long. And And you know what? That's crazy. She was a nutritionist. Yeah. And what she put you on sounds like mostly ultra processed foods. It was awful. Those shakes were terrible, but I was like, ooh, it tastes like a chocolate milkshake. A milkshake. milkshake. The lies we tell ourselves. (laughs) It did not. It tasted like it had, it was pea protein. So it was so nasty. It was awful. And then those bars, but then of course, and it was super expensive. Every week I'd have to go buy the, you know, the bars and it was awful, but I did lose some weight and I started to feel, you know, good. Like, oh, this is working. And my girlfriend dies. He said, what are you doing that for? You just got to do fasting. I go, you're crazy. You know, when you're starving yourself, you're nuts. So I'd I rather said, eat nothing than that bar. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and God forbid you like ran out of spinach or eggs uh, or something. Right. Like, yeah. you know, it was so hard to keep it up and you know, having to make the shake to go to work and then make the lunch. I just like, everybody says you were spending your whole day consumed about making food and wondering about what you were going to eat. So anyway, the weight slowly came off and I'm like, well, this is the way to do it. Slow and steady, slow and steady wins the race. This is great. You know, I was feeling good, but I could only lose 18 to 19 pounds. I could never get past that. And I needed to lose a good 25, maybe 30 
you know, always used to be like, oh, five to 10, 10 to 15. But now I've gotten to my point, this point where I'm like, holy crap, I have to lose 25 to 30 pounds. This is almost- It just crept up there, right? Like slowly but surely they added up. Yep. So anyway, around Christmas, I was starting to feel good. But then of course my, you know, my weigh-ins had worn off and I'm like, oh, I can do this on my own. And, you know, just slowly kind of fell off. And instead of 19 pounds, I, then it was 11 pounds. So when I turned 50, I'm like, you know what? I still look better than I did. It is what it is. This is 50 and I have to embrace it, but I still was not happy. You know, it just, it wasn't. So then what happened? Then the summer comes. And then it's 2020 comes around. Right. Of and course. here's the now, pandemic. Right. So all <laughs> the weight comes back. Right. And then more. And then I'm just like, this is awful. I have got to go back to, you know, my nutritionist. So my girlfriend that I was telling you about dies, she and I usually on, you know, not always, but we try on January 1st to go for a walk, kind of like a, let's start the a year. new right? year. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what do you, tell me about this fasting thing. She goes, it's so easy. You just, you know, you just don't eat and then you eat all you gotta, you, she, I said, all right, what are you talking about? She's told me about your books. And I said, okay, she, but she said, but the coffee, I was like, oh, hell no, I cannot. <laughs> Cause I was a milk and sugar, two cups of milk and sugar every day and my coffee. And that was like how I started. And she's like, well, you just have to do it. And, but I was so desperate that I was like, okay. So I called her up a couple of days later and I was like, okay, what book am I reading? I got to start this. And she said, read fast feast. So I immediately downloaded it from my library so I could just read it right away. Then I ordered a hard copy and it made so much sense to me because my mom, who also is no longer with us, was type one diabetes, had type one diabetes for 40 years. So I knew all about insulin and it just made sense because when she was first diagnosed, she was like emaciated. Yeah. Because her body was eating its fat. Yeah, it could not store. When you don't have insulin because you're type 1 diabetic and your body doesn't make it, you cannot store what you're eating and it just like goes right through you. You know, your your body can't use it. And so we, we understand that. But yet making that transition to high insulin, your do- your body's now storing everything like really, really well. And, and it's just the flip side of that same coin. It sure is. It just, it made so much sense to me. And so I said, all right, I'm going to start it on Monday, Monday, the 11th. So on that Sunday before I said, all right, before I put my milk and sugar in my coffee, I said, well, let me just see what it tastes like black, see if I can do it. And I took a sip. I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. I can get through this. And so I said, all right, now what? And she goes, just because I wasn't doing the 28 day start. I just had Mm -hmm. to like, just start. And she said, just get to lunch. If you can just make it till noon. I'm like, Oh, I, I can do that. Cause I'm always so busy at work, the phones. And the next thing I knew it was three o'clock and I was pretty hungry, but I ate it. And I was like, Oh my God, I, I actually did it. And then that whole week I continued to do the same thing. And then on Thursday and Friday, I'm like, Oh, I don't feel like making my lunch. I'm not making a salad. So I did it all week and I felt so good. It's like, I was so shocked how good I felt even on like day three. Of wow. It. Your body just was like, just really took to it. It was like, I remember like it was nine o'clock at night and I was finishing like a holiday puzzle. I was listening to these, I found these stories. I think I was listening to somebody, I forget her name was Rebecca. And I just couldn't make myself go to bed because I was so excited and so fascinated by this because it was just like, I think I found the magic pill. 
And was it the Rebecca, the Rebecca who told me about the Kroger seltzer water that I'm drinking today? (laughs) It's funny that you said that because Rebecca is the one who's like, you got to have the Kroger seltzer water. It's the fizziest. And we're, we just moved, you know, we were talking about that before we started. And so I'm trying to figure out where to buy things down here and what grocery stores to go to. And it's a little farther to go to Costco. And so we were at Kroger. I'm like, I'm going to get that Kroger fizzy water that Rebecca told me about. (laughs) Is that the, um, is that a grocery store brand? Yeah. Kroger is a grocery store. So this is the grocery store brand. They had, you know, LaCroix in the blue can right next to it, but this was cheaper and I'm like, I'm going to get the Kroger seltzer. And she's right. It is very delicious. That's what I do. Um, Stop and Shop is our one of our grocery stores. And their seltzer are so good. And I order like delivery. I'll order like eight cases at a time. Wow. And I was They're finally able to find some Topo stuff. Chico in the glass bottle. Have you ever had that one? Oh, yeah. I love that one. But they only had one case of it. So I got yeah. that and the Kroger so I'm the, all set. I don't want to run out again. Because the only <laughs> place you can get it around here is at the gas station. So I was like, "Do you think you could order a case for me?" And he said, "Sure." So that's kind of like my Chico. Yeah, I have one of those a day at like three o'clock. That's kind of like yeah. my afternoon treat. <laughs> but it's got to be in the glass bottle. Yes, not the plastic bottle. That pl- not because it's cleanish, but because the plastic bottle isn't as fizzy. That's it isn't as fizzy. I mean, it literally will go the next day being fizzy. Yeah. You accidentally leave it on your desk, and that's I was like, true. "Let me just see if it's still fizzy." It was so fizzy, but it's yeah, that's- so good. So you you started off listening to the podcast, and mm-hmm. they were just they're inspiring, aren't they? Oh my god, I'm so honored to be part of this because I really felt like with intermittent fasting, I felt like I said, "This is the magic pill," and listening to people that have struggled so much, you know. And that they've had success. And then, you know, before you had the community, which of course I'm a part of, I found the Facebook page and I was on there all the time to see people that were like, I actually got below my goal weight. I was like, and they like, you know, people that were my size and like, I don't have to lose 80 pounds, but you know, but it's almost like if you owe somebody $70,000 and you, you know, you only make you don't make any money. It's like, it might as well be 700. You just can't. Right. It. Well, it's true. Needing to yeah. lose, whether you need to lose 20 or whether you need to lose a hundred, it's still, you, you don't feel your best. So there's, there's no shame in being somebody who needs to lose 20 pounds because you want to feel better in your body. I couldn't even walk by a mirror. I really, I felt so horrible about myself and the town that I live in, there are a lot of really, really thin women. So I've always felt like, Oh, you know, like sometimes I wouldn't even want to go like, Oh, somebody's like, Oh, do you want to go to this party? I'm like, Ugh, no, not really. Cause you feel like people are judging you. <laughs> yeah. And I just felt uncomfortable in my own skin. You and know? whether I mean, they are or not, I mean, they might actually be, if you're in a community of people that where people do that, I mean, you, yeah. you, that might be happening. And that Could feels be. terrible to think that they're like, Oh, Jen's really let herself go. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, right. Or if you haven't seen somebody for a long time, you're like, oh, you got your big fat, you know, blousey shirt on. So it's like, and you just feel so self conscious. I remember that. Yeah. I remember, I remember when I was in my yo yo years, and mm-hmm. if I had been at the low end and then hadn't seen them since, and I'd gained a lot of the weight back, I felt I was like so embarrassed. Yeah, I know. I felt the same way. I'm telling you. I mean, this is. I hated wearing the mask during the pandemic. But when I was feeling so puffy, like going to the grocery store, I was like, oh, thank God I got this mask on. So if anybody sees me, they're not going to feel like like how bloated and puffy yeah. and how horrible I feel. I mean, and, and that was a horrible feeling. So, you know, slowly the weight just, I found it so easy. And I'm like, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> I spent so much money on that other thing, you know, and I did, I also, I mean, I didn't do all the diets that 
all those crazy diets you did. It sounds like you did everyone. But my, a lot of crazy diets. Yeah. But I did that isogenics one, which my girlfriend Daisy was doing. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that too. Oh, I did was, that one. That one's really expensive. Oh, and it's awful. Like it was those so bad. And the cleanse day? Did you do the cleanse day? Yes, that pink stuff. Yes. It was like reddish, I don't know, like berry flavored or something. And you're supposed to drink it like every so how many hours or I don't know. You like sip on it all day. I just remember being like, okay, well, I can't eat food, but I can chew gum. So I chewed gum all day long, which obviously now we know made it. That's why it was worse. Starving. I like And those cleanse days, that liquid that we drank all day was so sickly sweet. Right. That probably made it so much. I know it did. I know it made it worse. And remember those little snacks? They called them the Isa snacks. Did you buy those? I don't they were like I these little those. chewable chocolatey tablets. Oh, gosh. I they were like chocolate Rolaids or something. Oh, they were not delicious. But you're like, when you're hungry, eat these Isa snacks. I'm like, yeah. all right. I'm like eating the whole bottle of Isa snacks because I'm starving. <laughs> it was so miserable. Like, I think I lost seven pounds. I'm like, oh, that's great. And I gained it all back. Like, as soon as I put something in my mouth. So I was, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. But you know, the weight just slowly started to come off. And I thought, God, this is like, so I can do this. We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium and specifically magnesium breakthrough by by optimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code IFSTORIES10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash IFSTORIES, promo code IFSTORIES10. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering pre-portioned and prepped quality whole foods with limited processed ingredients. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, responsibly sourced proteins, and chef-designed recipes in every box for satisfying, nourishing, and convenient meals that fit in beautifully to my cleanish lifestyle, and the food is totally window-worthy. Tonight, we're having barbecue sweet potato tacos with cabbage and carrot slaw, black beans, corn, and cheesy tortillas, and they come with Green Chef's chimichurri sauce. So good. Go to greenchef.com slash ifstories50 and use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash ifstories50. And don't forget to use the promo code ifstories50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. You know, and the best thing that I love so much is that you know, I want to eat dinner with my family. You know, they're always like, like, oh, let's have spaghetti and meatballs. So I would make that, but I would just have like a couple of meatballs and salad and never any pasta, you know, but now I'm like, you know what? I can eat. So we can all sit down as a family together and have that be like our one meal. And mom's not a freak who's only eating a salad and one meatball. 
today I get one meatball. Yeah. And (laughs) so I felt this like, so like everybody says, so freeing. I'm like, I found myself, you know, really looking forward to what am I going to make for dinner? And Ooh, what can I eat? And it was, it just, it just felt so good because I was losing weight. Right. That, and it's like amazing because you're no longer feeling restricted. Right. And you're not having to eat weird shakes and bars and. And so easy because it was just, of course, you know, I would make food from, but you know, my kids are, one of them was in college and, you know, one of them was always doing sports and eating out. So we would just kind of convene for this one meal and and it was so great. Of course, I'd make them breakfast if they wanted it, but they, you know, would buy their lunch out, but it it, it was just so great. So you just very quickly gravitated to one meal a day in the evening and that was just it. Like, do you, do you open with a snack or or what do you do? Yeah. Well, you know, that first month was a little tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I would come home and I'd be like, oh my God. And I would maybe, you know, starving. Yeah, starving. You know, I was eating bad stuff when I first started out, but then I'd have a meal. But yeah, it was just, you know, like a snack meal and maybe a chocolate, a a little square or two of chocolate. We're not big, huge dessert people. I never was because I couldn't eat dessert. Right. (laughs) Right? So you never really got into that. No, it wasn't like I was like, ooh, let me have a piece of cake every day, you know, after dinner. But I do like to have some dark chocolate after dinner. And I, um, Sherry Bullock had posted that really great organic one. So I found that. So I've been having that and that's really good. What is that Um, brand? I can't remember. I forget it. Pagana or something. It's it's an aqua colored wrapper. I forget. Sherry always knows the good stuff. Yeah. It was, it's really good too. Yeah. So I guess I just kept, it was, it didn't come off fast. Right. You know, I do, do have my numbers here. Just, um, Bear with me. Oh, that guy, Russ, his with the happy scale. Yes, Russ Shanahan. Oh, God, I loved I mean, that app. That's I'm a great upset. episode and a great app. Yeah, I have to do that app. I mean, it really holds me accountable. I love all the data and the graphs. If you've lost a little bit, you get to push the button. And it's like, woo, you did, you know, a great thing. So, but I, I really love that. And I also do the, the zero scale. Mm-hmm. Um, app, but I, I need that to push the button. I'm so like, once I push that button stop, like I know I'm not going to eat anything after that. When I used an app, that's how it felt for me as well. I've already closed my window. And if, if Chad's like, do you want to have whatever? I'm like, no, my window is already closed. I already did it. Cause it's almost like I'm too lazy to open it back up or I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to sabotage it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like I've already closed it. And right. I definitely never would want to like lie to myself on the app. Like, Oh, if I either. closed it, I wasn't going to eat something else and have it be wrong. Exactly. It I'm, needed I'm to be way. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I mean, maybe there will be a time that I don't have to do the app, but for right now, it helps me so much. And I, I strive for 20 hours, but during the weekends, it might be 15, 16, 18. But during the week, sometimes, you know, depending on how busy the day is or when I close the day before, it could be 21, 22. 22 and a half. So it, my average is like 19 and a half hours for the year and almost a half that I've been fasting. Actually, it is a year and a half. Which uh, I, it, yeah, it is. It's been a year and a half. I've never done anything that long, ever. And just like you said, like with these diets, like when I went to the nutritionist, I thought, okay, well, what's going to happen when you know these eight, 10 weeks are over? It just was awful. This is just, you eat and you don't eat. You eat and you don't eat. It's so easy and simple. I just, I can't talk enough about how much I love fasting. Well, that, you know, I was, I just talked about that my friends were here, my college friends. There were five of us total hanging out for the, for the four days. And of the five of us, 
One of my friends, she's never really struggled with her weight. So she just is probably not ever going to be like a real intermittent faster. But out of the, you know, I, of course I do it. My college roommate was there, the inventor of the rice diet from back in the day, the beer and rice diet. That's her. But she does intermittent fasting. And then another one of them does intermittent fasting. And then one of the friends is very interested in it. When she, the last time that she was here was, I think, April of last year. So it's been just over a year. And she was listening and she went back home and kind of dabbled in it a little bit, but it wasn't fast enough. Like she got on the scale. She's like, I didn't listen to you. I got on the scale. And that is like <laughs> what it said. So I quit. Oh, God. And so then we're all like, no, no, yeah. no. So we're like coaching her, you know, coaching right. her through it. And then yeah. she um, had to go all the way home. She lives in Maryland. So she had to go all the way home from here. And when she got home, she's like, I didn't eat till I got home and I had one meal. Oh, good for her. <laughs> and I think she's ready to give it another go. But we like made her promise she wasn't going to weigh herself for the first month. And once she did, she had to, my college roommate is also very big on you got to have, you got to know what your trend is doing. So she also, I think, uses Happy Scale. Well, that's why the Happy Scale is great. It's kind of been a little, it's annoying me a little bit. Uh Oh, has (laughs) it not been giving you the green? Well, I've had, we've had a, it's so funny. So I was on a downward spiral for a long time, you know, downward trend. And around Christmas, I was like, no, right before Christmas, I was at my lowest weight ever. Like, I I couldn't even believe I was there. I'm like, this is just a Like a dream weight. Yeah. I was like, who is this person? But then of course, you know, the trend went a little bit up with uh, the holidays, which I totally expected. And and after listening to so many of these podcasts, I'm like, I'm not stressed about three to five pounds because I know with intermittent fasting, I'm going to be able just to get right back into it. And then January hit. And unfortunately we had to put my mom into a nursing home. Oh no! And that was like, she had dementia and it was just really brutal, really like the worst day ever. So we just lost her. April 15th. So she was there for two and a half months. But if you look at my trend, it goes straight up. And it wasn't like I was eating. I know it was the stress. Stress. That's that's exactly the same scenario with my father-in-law. We just lost him this spring, Mm -hmm. but he had the dementia came on very quickly. Was that the way it was with your mom? Yeah. Well, she'd had it for a couple of years, but okay. once she got into the nursing home, it just, you know, it, well, it just she hard. fell and it just, she tanked and it was almost, it, it was a blessing because she didn't want to live that way. I know she didn't, but it was still tough. It's so I hard feel like, for you. yeah, my body is still, I think, adjusting and I'm like, oh, you know, these five to six pounds. Because at one time I had actually lost in December, it was 36 pounds. And I was like, holy crap, like this is like, I could be in maintenance, you know, if I could just get you know, I wanted to be like at my perfect weight for today when I, <laughs> you know, but I'm like, you know what? I feel so good. My clothes fit. I'm down three pant sizes, two shirt size, a bra size. I'm just like, it's like, I, I mean, I don't like to shop, but like I always order stuff online, but I'm not, you know, it's kind of fun now because things actually fit. <laughs> That makes a huge difference when you put it on and it looks good. I'm now at the point where if something doesn't look good on me and it doesn't fit, I don't blame my body. I blame the shorts. I'm like, these shorts are cut so weird. You know, like I love to look, shop at the loft and I was I was there recently. I was at the outlet where things are also very weird. And I'm trying on a lot of different things. I'm like trying on a size zero shorts and a size two shorts and a size four shorts. And like... The fours fit too tight and the twos were, but the zeros fit. I'm like, this makes no sense at all. Yeah, it's crazy. It really <laughs> but I was like, crazy. you could say there's something wrong with these shorts, 
not there's something wrong with my body. And we can find the clothes that fit us and look good on us no matter what the the size and the label is. That's what you learn when you go shopping as a woman. (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, I had this pair of shorts when back when I was you know, I was never like a obese kid. I was always, you know, a little chubby, not really. I ha- had a few more pounds on that. I always, I always wanted to lose weight, you know, but I was never like, I, you know, could have lost seven to 10 pounds. It would felt great. But I had, when I was, let's see, 37, we'd, I'd had my third son, three young boys, five, three, and a baby. And we were building a house and I had to pick out all, you know, fixtures and paint and it was just so overwhelming. And I don't even know if maybe I might've been like intermittent fasting with not even knowing it because I had gotten really thin that year. And it was just from like running around like Mm -hmm. a crazy person. And I had this one pair of shorts and I love them so much. And I refused to throw them out because I'm like, someday these shorts are going to fit. And when I started intermittent fasting, when I tell you, I couldn't even think about getting them buttoned. And now they're actually like baggy on me. Like when I was, when I felt like I was like looking my very best you know? And those shorts are too big for you. Yeah. I mean, not huge big, but I can fit them and they're actually like loose in the waist. It's incredible. And like, it's gotta be the body recomposition. And what year were you wearing those shorts? That was in, so Bailey was probably 2007. Okay. 2008, right right in between there. Because I've got a pair of shorts from like 1997. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they're like these gap shorts. And they're super puffy. You remember when everything was pleated? Yes. yes. And they're like a little longer than normal. Uh-huh. So they're longer shorts, but very puffy. And it's like you're wearing a bell or something. Right. <laughs> but I had a very slim waist and they, they fit me. They fit me around the waist. They're way too big in the butt now and the thighs versus, you know, my 19, whatever it was, 97 body. But That's so funny. they were so hideous. I'm like, I would tuck my shirt in, you know, and I, I had a very slim looking waist, but then this, bam, these giant shorts. The trends are just, I mean, they can't all come back. It's just crazy. We were actually, my, my college friends and I, we were all talking at the, the cute little college girls out at the bar and we're like, they look so cute in their little outfits and we were wearing these puffy clothes back yeah. then. <laughs> But I'm really glad I saved those shorts because it showed me how much my body is different, but I, I was happy that I'm still able to button them. Yeah. That I'm, was pre-kids. <laughs> right. I'm so glad that I saved those shorts. And but it's been so good to get rid of so many of the other clothes, the clothes that don't fit. And I'm like, I'm never gonna get back there. I'm just never gonna get back there. Oh, and I and also want to point out those were a size eight. That was part oh, right. of the story that's interesting. Those were a size eight shorts because sizes are so different than they were. They're so different. And these shorts have zero stretch. This was like before, like, you know, the stretchy material. So I know like they're, they're a good measure for me. They're your real honesty shorts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's like these shorts from the gap. I'm never going to wear them in public. But, <laughs> but they're your, your measure. But right? I certainly know if they, you know, if I can still fit in those, that's a really good sign. So you said you always really just wanted to lose like seven pounds, seven to 10 pounds when you were seven going to up. 10. Yeah. Did you diet? Well, yeah, I'd be like, oh, well, no carb, no wine, no, sh- you know, like no bread, no sugar, no wine. And if I did that for a couple weeks or a month, like the few pounds would come off, but then I would fall off and it just wasn't just a little bitty yo-yo. Yeah. Yeah. I was never way up and way down, but it just slowly crept. It was just this slow creep to this place that I just hated. So I just feel so good with her. I can't tell. I mean, my cousin, Josh, who I love, he's so funny. He'll come over and he'll say, 
okay, let's play a drinking game. Every time Lori says fasting, we have to drink. (laughs) All the time. It's 36. I'm like, oh, shut up, Josh. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, I mean, you know, we want to spread the word. We want to, we want to tell people about it. They can't help. They're around us a lot. Like this weekend, like I said, my friend that that's, that's intrigued by it. I think she's starting it. I mean, we're just not eating. You know, we're we're just like going along and not eating. And then you feel bad because you're with people who are not fasters. And you're like, look, you have permission to eat. Please eat if you need to eat. Right. But can you hurry up because we have things to yeah, do? Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> we were just in, I was telling you earlier that we were just in Nashville for my son's hockey tournament, which happened to coincide with the CMA festival. So we were with a lot of the hockey parents and they're like, oh, let's go for drinks and lunch. And I, I felt so empowered the first day. I was like, I'm not going to open my window up right quite yet for this disgusting fried food. So I had a seltzer, you know, and then the next place that we went to, I had a drink, but I allowed myself to get to 16 hours because I knew during this trip I was going to have shorter windows and I was okay with it because I'm like, I've never been to Nashville. We're going to embrace it. But it felt so good to be like, no, I I don't want to eat this food. And nobody was you know, giving me a hard time about it or anything. Yeah, it wasn't window worthy. You knew you would not feel good if you ate it. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. So we did have brunch one day. We went like at one o'clock. It was funny. I was telling Chad, you know, because now that he's here at the beach too, you know, we're in a different house than we were. (laughs) But he was at this house and we were at the beach house. And I'm like, do you want to come with us to brunch? He's like, it's one o'clock. That's not brunch. I'm like, it It really is. Brunch is an attitude, Chad. It's not a time. Yeah. He's like, brunch should be at 10 o'clock. I'm like, no. So we went to this place. If anybody's ever in the Myrtle Beach area, this one's a little far away. It's north, more north of here, but it's called Croissants. And it's owned by, she's like a chef and she has a dinner restaurant called Hook and Barrel. But Croissants is like amazing brunch. So we had like some avocado toast and so good. That's so great. My husband and I, when we were in Nashville, we had a time restraint. I've never... I will say for the first time ever, I had less than a 12 hour fast. I, through my whole year and a half, I've never had a shorter fast than 12 hours. Like I told you, it was average 19, um, half hours. But the other day we, we were like, Oh, we got to get to the hockey game. We're going to be late. Everybody's leaving at two 15. And we went downtown and I'm like, Oh, we should get some eggs Benedict. I said, you know, but it was like 11 hours and 45 minutes. And I'm like, just push the button, Laurie. So we just had to do it. We did. So we had mimosas and eggs Benedict. It was so enjoyable because we never have brunch. It was really great. And at what time was it that you were eating that? Well, that was around one o'clock. See? And that's the late night. Well, that was like my night too. When you were saying that, I was going to say, I think I was actually at 11 hours, (laughs) even though it was one o'clock because, which is pretty short fat because we were up late and these girls like to stay up late. And of course, I like to go to bed at nine o'clock, but I'm not going to do that because I can I can sleep at nine o'clock any day of the year, not when they're there. So we were out really, really late, and so we're like we'd been having some drinks. So I was having some cheese and crackers at like two mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. Like, I got to go to bed now. <laughs> exactly. How we and then now. we're having brunch at one. So you're exactly the same thing, but it's it's no big deal. And I also feel like otherwise I would have gotten up if it hadn't been for for fasting. I probably would have eaten something at like. 8 a.m. Of course, a full-on breakfast. I would have like a six-hour fast or something. Exactly. I just, the thing that I can't, you know, I did, of course, I've, I mean, I've really done everything you suggested just because I'm so fascinated. I did the Zoe in January. Ooh, how was that? Well, I tolerate, I can clear fats better than sugars. I can't remember exactly what the numbers were, but when it came to tracking, I was like, 
oh no, I, I just can't. I just can't do it. So what I did is I listened to Christy Osborne's advice and she said she just looks at the foods that are good for her and then the ones that are bad, the gut busters and the gut boosters. You know, it turns out like pumpkin seeds and all those nuts and avocados are like, you know, 100% foods for me. But I'm like, you can only eat so many nuts. You know, if you eat a cup of nuts, I think, you know, you're going to have hard with time with the scale moving. Yeah, because so. it's a very energy dense food. But that was cool. And I was really glad that I did it. And I would like to do it again, maybe in a year, just to see how the retest gut is. I see. Yeah, I would like to do that too. I would like to retest at some point and see. I don't think the, obviously the fat clearance and the sugar clearance, that's not going to change, but it would be interesting to see what the gut health is. Yeah, that, w- that would be. And I'm actually this month, because, you know, we just moved, like I said, and we have been in this house. This is in a f- couple of days, it'll have been four weeks. So I can't believe time is flying. But before the time before that, like the month of May, when everything was so crazy, like I was barely eating any vegetables. Like I was just, you know, grabbing stuff. And so for the month of June, someone in the community was, someone had been talking about, you know, counting their their vegetables. And I did that, or the plant foods, I did that back in January, you know, because Tim Spector recommends 30 different plant foods a week is like a really good goal, 30 a week. And so I've been doing it for June and I'm doing pretty well. And I'd forgotten that I was doing it. I was with my friends and I'm like, oh no, I'm counting my vegetables and I forgot. I'm like, all right, everybody help me recreate what I've been eating. (laughs) And they were able to help me. They knew. It's so easy. Like when I come home from work and I'm like hungry, I'll just take, you know, a big handful of nuts. I'm like, I really think I should try to something else. Yeah. Do some vegetables or hummus. Well, that's where that daily harvest comes in. Like I really, you know, they sponsor the podcast, but I would be eating them anyway, even if they didn't, but because I was eating them before they sponsored the podcast. That is really where I get so many of the veggies, the daily harvest bowls, and then then the smoothies. I had fallen into a rut with them where I only got like a couple of the bowls and a couple of the smoothies. But I was like, you know, for June, I'm really trying to have more. So I'm already at like 100. It's June 14th. I've already had like 100 different plant foods for the month. So I'm going to see what I can get to. It's, It's fun. You know, and of course, I had plenty of other stuff in there too, but no, but that's good. It's a good, you know, goal. Diversity. That's that's what I learned from Tim Spector and from from Zoe. It's that it's the diversity that feeds the gut. So just try to try to vary it up. We get into yeah. a rut so easily. I am. I'm going to because you know I just think eating nuts and although the pumpkin seeds are really good. <laughs> One thing I wanted to say, you know, people, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I just need to exercise. I did not exercise once in a year and a half. Not that I'm proud of that because I do want to incorporate, you know, maybe some jogging that I used to do or some hot yoga, which I did a million years ago and liked it. But I didn't need to do any of the exercise to lose the weight. People are like, oh, if I just do this, I have to do this. I'm like, I really don't. I did get the vibration plate though. And I love that thing. 10 minutes every day, I just get on it and scroll through my phone. Yeah, it's a it's a great way. And it's perfect for when you're lazy like me and you don't want do a lot because it's easy. You just stand there and it's working. My girlfriend, Daisy, the one that told me about fasting, I'm like, I got the vibration plate. She goes, you did? So she came over and she tried it. She goes, oh, I got to get one. So every morning while she's getting ready for work, she dries her hair on it. She got a lot of oh hair. Oh my God, that's a great idea. <laughs> Killing two birds with one stone. Oh my God. I have got to take mine because I've got mine here in the corner of my of my office like and my podcast studio. And it's way up here on the third floor because I don't have room. We had them behind our sofa at the other house. And it was so convenient to just hop on it, but there's no room to put it behind my sofa here. But I could totally put it in my bathroom and use it while I'm drying my hair. She does it Tell every Dicey, day. 
Thank you for that tip. <laughs> I will for sure. I think I'm going to do it. But oh, can I tell you what I did today for the first time? And I'm so excited. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Water aerobics. Oh, really? Good for yes. you. Our neighborhood has an, has an indoor pool with water aerobics. And I need, I haven't had time to go since we've been here. Is it a community that you live in? Yes. Like it's like a little gated community kind of a thing. And and part of the neighborhood is vacation homes or, or like your home could be either. Like I live in a little cul-de-sac and to the left of me is a house that rents. So it's different people every week. But to the right of me is a couple that lives here all the time. They're year-rounders. So it's again, a lot of people here are retired, the year-round people, or they might be here for vacation. But the water aerobics ladies, there were also three guys there, but it's every single day. And it was such a good workout. Oh, it's because the resistance, right? Yes. And it was fun. Everybody's talking and visiting. And I like got to meet some people in the pool. So I don't know how often I'm going to go. They have it every day. But I mean, it's I nice might to try something go different. every day. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, I used to jog. I ran two half marathons. I always say it was like the hardest thing I've ever done, like more difficult than giving child. child I bet it was. It, it was awful. Hard. And I don't like it. And, you know, like I have another girlfriend who, you know, she's run the New York City Marathon three times. And, it's just, it's not. If you enjoyable. don't like it, you should not do it. You need no, to find something else besides jogging. Right now, the vibration point is working out great. I think that's good. That's good enough. But I'm I, like, I, it's better than nothing. Yes. I mean, I really think it builds your muscle. I mean, I've got good muscle tone. And while I was moving, you know, I did a lot of, of moving around, hauling the boxes, like oh, <laughs> I sure. say, but I, I could see, you know, more definition in my legs and more definition in my arms start to build up. And I'm like, you know, it just shows that I really do need to do more day to day. Yeah, and I do. I, I'm not proud of the fact that I haven't exercised in a year and a half. Because exercise is good much. for our bodies. It's not the the point is it's not necessary for weight loss, but it is good for growing older gracefully. And but it's interesting because okay, so a month and a half. No, I think a month ago it was a beautiful day in Connecticut. It was May and the flowers are. I'm like, you know what? Let me just try to see if I can go for that jog. It's like a three mile loop. I'm like, let me just see if I can do it. I hadn't done anything in almost two years. So I went out there and I took it slow and I was able to go for three miles without stopping. So you jogged. Yeah. And I'm like, is it because I don't have that extra 30, 32 pounds on my back? you didn't hate it? And I didn't hate it. I haven't done it again. But the whole point was I can actually do it. And I'm like, it's got to be the intermittent fasting. I, I mean, I think everything is you know magic with intermittent fasting. Well, I managed to do the whole water aerobics without telling anyone about intermittent fasting. So that's Wow. <laughs> They'll know they don't know who enough. you are. They no. don't know who you are. No, well, I mean, not, not yet. <laughs> Just give them another two more classes, right? Eventually, I'm like maybe I'll have a, we have a community center. Maybe we'll have like intermittent fasting chat at the community yeah. center or something. I'm going to be getting the whole neighborhood to do it. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, they don't know who I am. I'm just a girl at the pool. I have to say though, from the first month that I did it, I knew in my heart. I said I will never not fast. It just felt so right and so easy. I just can't even talk about how passionate I am about it because it just works. I'm just like, where's this then thing been all my life if I only had had it, you know, 15 years ago? That's how I feel too. And that that was the same kind of conversation we were having with our friend that had dabbled and not not been able to make it stick yet. She's like, but when will you stop? Or what if you want to eat lunch? Never. I'm like, no, we don't care. You, you right. sometimes you eat at hour eleven because you are up till two a.m. and it's and you're right. having brunch, right? And it's not cheating, and it's not you're not ruining anything. And then I actually was like, maybe I'll do a longer fast. 
on Monday, I was like, I have eaten way too much and I'm so full. I'm never going to be hungry again. You know how you're like, I'm so full. I'm never going to be hungry again. So I told Chad and Will, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to eat dinner tonight. I think I'm going to do meal this Monday. And then dinner time rolled around and I'm like making them pancakes and eggs. I'm like, I'm yeah. eating pancakes and eggs with you. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, there went that. So I was so I, excited. I was going to do meal this Monday and then I just didn't. <laughs> this podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. I think I've done four of them. Have you? And the first time I did it, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't die. I like literally didn't die. <laughs> it's not enjoyable for me. I like, like you, I like to eat every day. I like to eat, yeah. yeah. But Amy Jo has really been, in the community, has really been convincing me to try the modified alternate The 500 calorie down yeah. day. Yeah. You know, I, I feel good where I am now, but I had that creep of like, you know, anywhere from four to six pounds because of, I think the stress of everything that we were going through with my mom that I think if I try this, it might like help me in the right direction. Yeah. I think if I needed to lose weight, I would definitely think about it. But I mean, I was, the only reason I thought about doing it is because I was so full, but then I was hungry by dinner time. So yeah, I went right, ahead exactly. and ate. But, you know, I still see so much language in the community with people acting disappointed in themselves for choosing the 500 calorie meal. They're like, well, I tried to make it, but I couldn't. So I ate maybe next time I'll, I'll make it. And I'm like, it's don't feel like that about it because there's, there's no shame in having that 500 calorie down day. No. And I think I'm going to try it probably in September when the big boys go back to school, because then, you know, my other son will have sports and hockey and I'll plan on a day when they're not going to be around and I can, it'll just be, you know, easier. Yeah. And, and I actually even thought when I was making the pancakes and the eggs, I was like, I'm going to eat because I never make pancakes. And they right, looked right. so good. I'm like, all right, I'm having pancakes because they look delicious. <laughs> and these eggs look really good too. I'm going to eat them. But I was like, maybe I could do a 500 calorie. I'm like, no, I'm just going to eat. <laughs> I'm not counting this up. I'm no, just going to no. eat it. But you know, if, if I did need to lose weight, actually, if I needed to lose weight, the number one first thing I would do is I would eat like Zoe said to eat. Right. That's yes. what I would do first. And that's a nice thing to always have. Like mm -hmm. I always have that data and I know 
what to what to do. So that is really because I know I, I know if I ate like they said, I would lose weight. Because when I just was experimenting with it, just so I could see, like I like Chad said, you're losing weight. And of course, I don't weigh, but he could tell I was losing weight, yeah. and I felt a lot more ketosis, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I think I might have been fasting slightly less, just about the foods that I was choosing. And I was eating a lot less fat because I don't clear fat well. So I was eating a whole lot of vegetables and a lot of fiber foods, things like that, and less fat. So that my body sense. loved it. So that's what I would do first. First that, but then maybe some some meals. I'm gonna experiment with it, but for right now, I just feel so good with my fast. And the other thing I wanted to say is every once in a while. I will break the fast earlier. And if I eat, I get so, I feel horrible. Like when I did the Zoe muffins, I thought, oh my God, I, I'm sure I'm going to die. I just have to go lay down and take a nap. <laughs> it was awful. I will say that's how I felt after the brunch at one o'clock, although we had been up really, really late. So, you know, which there is why I was tired. Two things going on. I would have felt better if I hadn't eaten. That's true. But I, I enjoyed it. And then I was like, I don't regret a thing. But we were shopping and I was like, I just need a little pick me up, which I never yeah. feel like. I never feel right. like that in the afternoon. So right. that's that's the beauty of of the fasting, is just knowing you could just go go go. Like today, I did the water aerobics, no problem. And then I'm doing this with you. And then Chad's like, got to go look at this bike, and he wants me to go with him. And then I've got to come back and do something this afternoon. I probably won't eat till probably four or five today. Right? Maybe and six. it's like a non-issue. It's no I mean, big deal. I, I come home probably anywhere between you know five and six. And then I'll have something and then we'll make dinner. And it's just, it's so satisfying. It's just such a great way of life. My husband also fasts and he's lost weight. And the exciting thing for him is that he, he's always had high cholesterol and is on medications, but he got his best numbers Oh, good. ever, like, I don't know, maybe four or five, six months ago. They didn't take him off the medication, but his lower, his numbers were so much lower. My dad fasts and he's lost about 20 pounds and he I has heart that. issues. My aunt, who didn't need to lose any weight, I told her about it. She goes, oh, I'm going to do that. She's like at her high school weight. And wow. She's 74, I, I think. I love it. Yeah. I have another aunt and uncle. My uncle just retired and my aunt wanted to try it, but she was waiting for her husband to retire. So now they're both fasting. I have a cousin who's fasting. I mean, it's just, I just love it. It really I have a co-worker is. Who's, I have two coworkers who's, who are fasting. You just, you're spreading the word and, and you just, you're going to be able to see the difference in those people for years Yeah, because of this. My one coworker lost, he doesn't even weigh himself. He's like, my, my, my belt, it's like four <laughs> notches. And he's not even like trying. He's like, oh, you guys aren't going to eat lunch. All right. I'll just wait till two or three, you know? And, and he just did it. And it just like happened for him. He went home to his parents and they're like, oh, ever, all these people I haven't seen him for a while. Like, wow, what happened to you? <laughs> I, like, love I just it. don't eat lunch. <laughs> I love that you're telling everybody about it because, you know, sometimes people are afraid to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really think that we owe it to people to plant the seed, not to be pushy. Right. You know, and if my friend that doesn't want, if she doesn't, ends up not wanting to do it, she doesn't have to do it. You know, we weren't like trying to make her do it or whatever. But Of course, yeah. We're, you, she can't help but see how great we feel. Right. And she got to see how flexible it can be as well. Yeah. To have to go, if you're on vacation, I go have to sit down for an hour and a half lunch. It's like cutting into time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> things you want to do. 
<gasps> Although part of what you want to do on the trip is enjoy those amazing restaurants. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. But that but it's true. true. I, that is the one thing I'm going to have to work on. The danger zone is here I am. Every day feels like vacation. So I bet it does. Like after we go look at the bike, Chad's like, then do you want to go? We can go maybe down listen to the wa- down by the water and listen to a band and have have a beer and like right right all right it's tuesday i guess I know. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you ask me on thursday <laughs> a vacation so, and tomorrow i'm meeting up with some people from the community which is very exciting oh that's exciting like two people are here on vacation just so happen to be and another person lives here so we're all going to get together and have oh that's so fun oh, little so snacks great. but i'm going to have to really watch it because i'm in the everyday's a special occasion mindset. yeah no. i've got to yeah. get out of that because yeah. you know if it's your life it's no longer a special occasion. Yes, exactly. But I think you're entitled. You just just moved in. We did. We just yeah. moved in. But I'm completely unpacked, and Chad's almost unpacked. That's so great. That's he's, so great. He's not good at unpacking, so let's just let's just leave it there. <laughs> he didn't believe me when I said we were downsizing, so he brought <laughs> all his stuff with him. And I told him before we packed, I'm like, you're not going to have room for all those clothes. He's you like, but know. I need them. Oh, I knew yeah. there wasn't going to be room, but he brought them anyway. So now he's like, oh, maybe maybe he needs to get rid of them. We'll you see. never realize how much junk you have until you move. Yeah, and we did downsize. So there's that. But is there anything that you struggle with? No, I mean, sometimes I can't say I totally struggle with it. It's just I've adopted this as my life. And it's just what I do. I mean, yeah, sometimes I do want to open a little earlier and I might feel a little guilty. Sometimes, you know, the scale will mess with my head and I haven't really embraced the shape of scale yet. So maybe the scale fluctuation. If you've got happy scale and you're using that data, you may not need the shape up. Yeah. And also one thing, I love the shape up. If anybody wants to see more about it, jenstevens.com slash shape, I think is where it is, but that can even mess with some people's minds. Yeah. It's a color, not a number. So that's like one step removed for the people. But I had to stop using the shape up for that reason because I was like, oh, it went up to gray. <laughs> like yeah, right. And then, which, like I didn't like to see that. Whereas if I can just feel it in my clothes, it just feels more gentle and not not like, oh, no, now I've got dark gray. You know, it, it's a similar kind of feedback. So if you can't stand to see the feedback, it's, it's the shape up has feedback too. <laughs> yeah, I think the scale is probably my biggest struggle, but still I don't ever see me not not weighing. But my girlfriend, Daisy, said, I, she's like, you look so good. I go, yeah, but the, I'm up like, you know, like four to five pounds. She goes, throw that scale away. I mean, I That's might be up four to five say. pounds. I don't know. I haven't weighed in years. So I just don't, I don't look. I don't want to see it. And it just feels better. I'm also at the point, we, we had this conversation this weekend too. I'm at the point where I don't want to live differently than I'm living. So let's say my body changed now that I'll, I'll be 53 next month. And and let's say my body was different and I was going to gain 10 pounds and, and stay there. But I don't want to like live differently. So I like what my body is doing, if that I makes totally sense. I totally get that. And I'm going to be 52 in August. So I'm feeling, you know, there's a lot of hot flashes. I'm going through You're going the through change. it now. Yeah. So I'm a little worried, like, oh my God, is this like because of that or is it because it could of be. stress? It could know? be a little bit of both. I mean, I I know my body shape changed throughout the menopausal transition. My waist is not as small as it had been before. Right, right. And like, you know, my pants fit a little differently in that maybe a little more snug around the waist, but a little looser around the legs. I mean, it's weird. But thank God I found fasting because if I had come into this and didn't have it, right. And then also, I mean, when I had reached out to you, I think it was in January, I was 
really writing you a letter to say like, I'd love to be on your podcast, but thank you so much because last year my sister-in-law was diagnosed with brain cancer. My mother was doing poorly with her dementia. And I thought if I hadn't found fasting, I would be gaining 30 pounds instead of losing the 30 pounds. And I was just so thankful. And I feel like the same thing with the menopause, like thank God I have this and fast feet repeat with all the tools in the toolbox to just to keep things in check and not to get at an out of control place, which I know I will never get to ever again. That is very true. When you're going through something stressful, fasting can actually help you through the stressful thing because you don't have to think about eating. And I, I know that so many people have the opposite thing that happens when they're going through something stressful. They might turn to food feeling like it's a soothing kind of a mechanism. And that's normal. Biology drives us to do that. But instead, if you would say, you know what, I'm going through this stressful thing, instead of turning to food, I'm going to really just allow the fasting to help me get through it. Just flip that mental switch as far as, you know, like like instead of saying I deserve to eat because I'm going through this stress, think I deserve to fast because it's going to help my body deal with the stress better than than all that, you know, eating. And when we're feeling stressful and eating, we're not turning to the best foods. No, not at all. It's like total comfort food. I was just so thankful to have found Fast Feast Repeat. It really did, I feel, change my life. So thank you. Well, I'm so glad. And and that's, you know, that's what my goal, my mission in life is to get the get the message out there that this is something you can do and you don't have to do it really in an extreme way. And you don't even have to like try to get to your high school size or do it because it's a healthy way to live. And it, it's just you'll feel so much better. Yeah. That's all it is. It's about feeling good. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I will admit, I still haven't read Delay, Don't Deny, but That's I feel okay. like I I feel like I know it because I've, <laughs> I've listened to, you know, heard you on so many of the podcasts that I just kind of feel like I already know what you're saying. Well, I don't is, feel I don't like you have to listen to or read both of them. I, I don't think you have to. You know, I, I always say if you're going to just pick one, I would I would choose Fast Feast Repeat just because it's more comprehensive. That's right there in the title. And I really do want to revise Delay, Don't Deny. I think eventually I'm going to do that. Just update it just a little bit, a little bit, a little freshened up. But, you know, some people prefer Delay, Don't Deny. That's the one they like the most. And yeah. Well, I think with people that are just like, oh, just read this because it's so, it sounds like it's so easy to breeze through and it makes sense and it doesn't get into the nit grit where the fast feast repeat really tells you exactly how to do it. I'm right. Like, just There's a lot more details. I need to know how to do it because some, everything else is not working. Right. Right. You could totally be completely successful just with delayed on deny. But I, I, I think that there's so many more tools in fast feast repeat because I knew so much more when I wrote it. So that's how to decide which one to read. <laughs> oh, it's such a great book. I love it. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I've got to talk to my editor today. They're ready for me to start working on the next one. So, Oh, we'll, really? Oh, we'll good for see. you. I've been, I've been delaying them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to be able to deny them much longer. I do have cleanish and I'm slowly working my way through that. But, oh, God, I love the smell of bleach. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm ready for all of these things. That to give it up. Well, you know, there's the ish. You have to decide. And I'm going to tell you, I do still use bleach around the house. I very, I'm very careful with it. But, you know, I remember I'm married to a chemist. Yes, right. So he's like, look, I mean, do you get in a swimming pool? Because that's the exact same chemical as bleach. And so, and I'm like, oh, you're exactly right. I'm not going to not get in a swimming pool. So. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if I've got a lot of mildew issue, and I'll very carefully ventilate and use a little bleach. And so... 
<laughs> I actually think that's probably less bad than some of the, like a plug-in fragrance. Oh yeah, which I would never do because those would give me a headache. And sure. of course, I think those chemicals and, and you know, the, the bleach, I mean, like I said, I just went an indoor pool today. And I'm sure it was full of, of that. So you just well, have we to were, pick and choose. <laughs> we were in Nashville. Like I told you, we were in Nashville this week and we took a lot of Ubers because the city was just insane. And every car would have, you know, the little- The smell. Oh God, yeah. It bothers me so much. And I thought, these people are in this car all day long. Like, it's got to give them a headache. Yeah, it's all a matter of knowing what the chemicals do. And bleach is a respiratory irritant. So don't feel guilty about the bleach. Now you have permission. (laughs) All right, good. (laughs) You just have to really be careful not to inhale it. That, that's where it's, it's you know, it's... Yeah, and that makes sense. Not good for that. So any non-scale victories? Well, first of all, just feeling good. Yeah. I mean, that's like the energy and just, that's amazing. But I always say, and I've said it in the community before, like when I, my parents live in Maine, so especially with, with my mom, I was driving to Maine a lot and it's almost a six hour ride. And I just get in that car and I put a couple stories on and it's like, it's like nothing. I don't even think of getting tired. I feel like, oh, I could drive six more hours if I had to. And I never had that before. And I, I talked to my dad about it too. And he does a ton of driving and he's like, yeah, you're right. He's like, I'm, I'm never tired either. So much better than the snacking and driving. Oh yeah. The snacks. Yeah. So it's, (laughs) it's just my black coffee and a little water and and a seltzer. I mean, I got everything I need. Yeah. Yeah. So we are almost out of time. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started? I guess the three things I would say is definitely read fast, feast, repeat, because all the information is there and, you know, get the hard copy too, because it's nice to be able to just like flip back to it when you're like, oh God, what is going on? And use the index. Yes. Yes. And the other thing, I love your community that you've created. Thank you. Just because it's always nice to hear people like, oh, I lost 25 pounds in two months. You're like, wow, because that's inspiring. But it's also nice to hear people that are like, oh, I'm really having a hard time because everybody chimes in and says, oh, you should do this or this worked for me. And I'm on the community every day, usually when I'm drinking my coffee and sometimes before I go to bed. But I just, I love it. It's so inspiring. And it's not nasty. It's not politics and none of that. It's just nice people that are interested in fasting. So that would be the other thing. Join the community. And I love the community so much. I um, I shared this in the community, but just this past week, I was invited to be a panelist on in Circle, which is the, the platform that we use because our community is in the top 1% for engagement of all communities on Circle. Top 1% for engagement. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, and they, they apparently follow what you're doing. They're like, your community is amazing. And I'm like, I didn't even know y'all knew who I was. They're like, oh, we know who what's happening in your community because they're in there, you know, in the background. You There's know. a lot more activity. Like how many members are you now? We, we're I over 5,000, but like 3,900 are active. Wow. So there are a lot of people I think who come in and read everything, but might not always participate. So anybody who's listening, if you're in the community and you're just reading, join us, make a comment. Take a post. We want to get to know you. People are so, they really are so supportive. And some are more vocal than others. And if I have time, I'll try to do it. And I don't always have time. And then you get a million alarms like, oh, somebody's yeah, like, posted. Just make a comment on somebody's post. And, you know, people will like, you know, and then we'll have a lot of likes. But just a little comment makes people feel so good. So share and nothing is too crazy to share. We're, <laughs> yeah. the we're one there other- for it. The one, the third thing I would say is that if you get frustrated, don't give up because it's obviously doing something because I had a point when I got to 19 pounds and I don't know if it's because I had lost the 19 pounds on that 
crazy nutritionist diet I was doing, I just, I couldn't lose anymore. And I thought, well, this is just where my body wants to be. And I didn't really change anything. And just slowly months, another six months came and I, I lost that, those 10 pounds and I was at 36 pounds down. And so I just be patient. Your body may patient. just be regrouping a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah. I have to be patient with my body right now. I'm a little frustrated with it, but I'm also not trying that hard either, it's but summer. I feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Laurie, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Jen, for having me. I really appreciate all you do for me and for the community. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.